You a hater, hater bear. Like, rate, review, share, worship. Um, it's a clip of J.R. Smith from the I Am Athlete podcast. Yeah. That, um, that I recently, I heard, I heard the actual episode. And you know what I'm saying? Um, J.R. Smith in there, you know, he preaching. You know, talking about the, the money that he wasted before he got to the point where he's like, man, I could help my community 10, 20 times over. <laughs> Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I blew 60 at the club. I could use that way to put a, put up a park, a rec center, a community center. So. <clears throat> oh, that's deep. Because let me tell you, right now, getting a gym, I just want my girls to be inside in the gym, bro. You know what I'm saying? Getting a gym is costing around $150 a day. For, to rent the gym for two hours. $150. Right? And that's actually on the cheaper side. You feel me? So my thing is <laughs> when you look at it, bro, when you look at it, you look at like what JR said or some of these other dudes. Do y'all remember when Pac-Man had a bag of money? I don't know how much it was, but he went in a club and it was a shooting and it was like, he walked in with like 50 grand, 60 grand, whatever it was, the bag of money in the strip club. And you could have, bro, you you fifty, sixty thousand dollars, bro. We can open a rec center. We can have a gym. You know what I'm saying? Like we can start a pal. You could donate right. to your local. That, that's that's one of the programs that we will never talk about. How, yeah, bro. Because it's dying. Because it's dying. The police athletically kept a lot of niggas off the streets. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And so that's that's the that's the thing, bro. Like pal, pal is dying, bro. The program is dying, bro. Like it's money. Everything is money, bro. And bro, it's not it's, it's, it's dying. It's dying because they sitting here spending the money to make sure that police department got got tanks and 50 caliber bullets. Ooh, come through. I was just about to bring it up. I was just My about bro. to bring it up. Like, the money is, going to the wrong to places. Listen, Jacksonville, Florida. What do they need with a whole tape, my nigga? Bro. Like, like we had to we had to like Mayport ain't down the street. Bro, the silver, the silver unrest, the silver unrest uh joint where it's like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, uh, we might need a tank just in case we have to, you know, just in case we have silver unrest or Blah, blah, blah. Bro, you shouldn't need no taint for civil unrest. Like, what are we talking about? But Especially if you're doing your job, use your people. Bro, and you got National Guard. Like, what are we talking about, bro? It's like, it, it's like, I don't know, man. America, man, the, the things we do is backwards, man. And we just dropped a uh, shout out Dennis came on, bro, listen this week. We just dropped the episode, mm. so Y'all can go check that out. Listen to it while you work or whatever you're doing right now. Um, after you're done with no static. But um, you know, when you know, it was a classic bro listen where me and Tank got in a, a screaming match at each other. But if Tank could just calm down a little bit and 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 try not to <laughs> adjudicate his Republican libertarianism on me as I speak, it would make more sense. But listen, bro, that's some Soviet Russia shit. Give the police tanks so that if the people protesting, it won't be no issue. 
That type of shit, if that makes sense. Like, what the police need tanks? Fuck you. What? 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 What a nigga, bro. Listen, Even if a nigga got yappas, bro. Here's my thing. Y'all halfway, y'all halfway churchified Durkyville. Now, we were talking about Durkyville when me and you was growing up. Yeah, yeah you need to get in there because them some wild ass animals. But, but not, <laughs> not no more. Right. Not no mobile. Niggas ain't rocking like that, bro. Tanks. You show me the nigga. Hey, show me a nigga in the hood that got a bazooka. Come on, man. What we talking about, bro? It's just, I don't know, man. Cause and effect, bro. And then another thing, too, with that, bro. Like, the the problem with all the shit, with the guns and all that, it's being created by y'all. Y'all put the guns on the street. So it is what it is. Yeah, I um, I had the first hand experience. I I'll go ahead and well, let me introduce the show first. No Static Podcast, episode one eighty. Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Hold on, I got y'all. I got y'all. One eighty two. I am Dennis, your host. LQ is here. Yes, sir. Jax is here. I need a catchphrase. <laughs> and shout out to us for you know. For being here, it's actually been a, a rather eventful weekend for Hater Bear Media. I had the honor of being on the Bro Listen podcast as it has returned for the year and experiencing firsthand the arguments between Jax and Tank. Yeah, it's gangster. Tank get worse by the year though, bro. Like at first, Tank, like, um, but um. At first, tank. At first, tank. It wasn't that bad, but people' views change over time, right? So, um, I, even for me, bro, I'm flaming socialist. I really am. However, my views of being a flaming socialist has changed over time because I used to be midway between a socialist and a capitalist, right? But I'm, I'm at a point now, I don't even just, I just don't care no more. And well, the same thing happened to Tank, but in reverse. Every single day, Tank becomes more of a libertarian. He's very big on individualism because um, the topic, when we started talking about Russia and Crimea, he was real big on like, I don't care, does it affect me? And it do, bro, like, I, I don't, I'm not going to get into the just of it. Y'all go listen to bro, listen. But it do affect us. And this is the thing, bro, like, when we talk about Q, good damn point, bro. When you talk about we don't have money for pal, and gyms cost $150 if you want your daughter to go play basketball type shit, right? To rent the gym out. It's $150 uh, for two hours. That's crazy. But JSO got three tanks. That's voting, my nigga. That's, that's decision making, my nigga. Like, I know I always harp on voting, but that's voting, bro. Like, when, when you don't vote, bro, for example, Tommy Hazuri, for everybody in Duval politics, real quick. Q, you know a little bit of Duval politics. You know this name. Tommy Hazuri yep, yep. passed away or whatever. He'd been in city council. He used to be the mayor. He'd been in city council for 150,000 years, right? So he passed away. So his seat became open. Tommy Hazuri was a Democrat, okay? So we, you know, in the South, bro, for everybody that's up there in Canada listening to No Static and all these other places, we have something called runoff elections. Runoff elections are because of Jim Crow. So back in the day, to keep niggas from winning, you had to have a certain percentage of the vote to win the election. So they had to vote 
and nobody met the percentage threshold. So now you have to have a runoff. The reason why they do that is because they know niggas ain't gonna vote twice. So now, even though the girl, who the woman who we had running, Tracy Polson, who's the Democrat to take Missouri's spot, even though she won the, the first election, she only got 38%. She didn't meet the 40% threshold or whatever. So now we run it back with a special election. The voter turnout is down. Boom, she lose. Now we got a Republican on a seat that ain't been on that seat since 1970 or 1960 or whenever Missouri got there. Now we fucked. All that shit matters, bro. Because <laughs> guess what? He going to sign off on the police having tanks. Because, you know, the first thing he say, I'm focused on keeping Jacksonville safe. Safe from what? Nigga, we need to be safe from you. <laughs> let me um let, let me ask y'all this. And this is um being that we talked about, being that we did like have a long like discussion yesterday about you know everything that was going on with Russia and Ukraine. I'm gonna um I'm gonna ask y'all this way. So explain Russia versus Ukraine, but in NBA terms. NBA? In NBA terms. The James Harden trade. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> All right, my dude. Oh. Mm. My bad, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm eating on delicious steaks. But, um... <laughs> Two years ago, James Harden was a member of the, of the Houston Rockets. James Harden was no longer happy with the direction that the Houston Rockets was taking, especially after they had fired Daryl Moore after he said whatever he said uh, about China and the Uyghurs. James Daryl Moore was his guy. Now, thank God, um, Philadelphia 76ers took a chance on a real nigga, and he got a job there as the general manager. James Harden basically bogarted his way out of Houston to Brooklyn Nets. Okay, now in relation to Russia, Russia at the end of the Cold War said, All right, cool, we ain't gonna go to war with y'all no more. You know what I'm saying? We recognize the United States, France, uh, Germany, and these select countries as part of as part of NATO, as part of our agreement. As long as you niggas don't move anywhere uh, further east, we ain't got no smoke, there will be no nuclear um, deployment in the last 30 years, 30 to 40 years. NATO has grown, getting closer and closer and closer to uh, Russia, even including countries that were former members of the Soviet Union. Now, when you're talking about James Harden, when he goes to Brooklyn, everybody says it's going to be, you know, this great, this great, 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 you know, thing going on. And and immediately what everybody else said, hey, y'all allow him to do this. You're setting a precedent for every other superstar in the NBA. A year later, fast forward, not even a year later, James Harden demands another trade. He wants to, he wants to leave Brooklyn and go to um, and go to the 76 Again, bogarting his way. What a lot of people don't realize is that this particular free agency for the NBA is stacked. It's stacked. So it's going to be a whole bunch of niggas calling their own shots. And what happened was there was a particular GM, anonymous GM, but I know who the GM is. I'm pretty positive I know who this GM is. Who said, if this is allowed to happen, what's going to happen is you're not going to be able to control 
who's going to be the dominant power in the NBA? Is it going to be the players, the owners, or the actual league office? Right now, it's the it's the players. It is hands down the players. Hmm. Okay, so a nuclear option has been set, thanks to James Harden, aka NATO. Man, I feel like a good comparison would be like back in the day, man, with the um the 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 Pistons and the and the Bulls, right? So you got the Pistons is the USSR and the Bulls is like the Bulls is like um like uh NATO and, and the Allies. So for a while the USSR was kind of scared, bro. We know they got guns, you know they got Isaiah, they got you know Joe Dumas, they got Dennis Rodman. So they like damn, you know what I'm saying? Like um they like, oh, okay, well, y'all really unbeatable. Y'all, y'all rock it out. But you know, you had somebody fighting them, bro. You know, you had Jordan and the Bulls. That's that's America and NATO. They like, hey, we just gonna stick together. We're gonna fight. But they kept losing. But then eventually the Pistons got hurt. They got old. They got injured. They got wore out. The Pistons ain't the Pistons no more. Right? So then not only the Pistons aren't the Pistons, the Bulls add more, more uh allies. So you get Scotty Pippen, you get you know, all the other guys that was on that first team that beat the Pistons with Jordan or whatever. So they get more allies or whatever. Um, and that's similar to, you know, NATO gaining everybody and then trying to get the Ukraine to join in. So boom, now, you know, where all of a sudden, oh shit, you know, the, the Bulls are the big boys on the block and they the bullies and they won six in a row and they bullying niggas or whatever. So then, Everybody like, well, shit, you know, what are we going to do now? Because the Pistons don't exist no more. The Pistons are gone. They done broke up. But now the Pistons done turned into, you know, the other Pistons. Where, remember when they had Rip Hamilton and all them or whatever. So now the Pistons done turned into that. Or any other team that kind of just trying to hodgepodge it together. But guess what? They ain't got no superstars. They ain't good no more. But they going to play bully ball. They just going to bully their way. And they going to make sure... Hey, listen, you can't do it. And the NBA helping them because when the Lakers try to trade for Chris Paul, they say we can't have that no more. So, so that's how I look at it. It's like the, the Russia's one of these teams that's like the little team, like that's that's trying to bully ball their way up, like generically do it. And um the the, the NBA itself is NATO. Everybody trying to get a super team, everybody trying to boss up. And they like, nah, bro. You ain't going to be able to do that. You ain't going to be able to do that. We're going to bully. But at the end of the day, the Russian thing is crazy because it's literally, and and outside of NBA terms, it's literally a tyrannical country trying to maintain their tyranny. That's, That's literally all it's about. Because if the Ukraine becomes a part of NATO, now you can't defend your country in an all out invasion. However, I just want to point out, NATO ain't going to invade no goddamn body. So the whole thought that, that, that like, oh, Putin protecting himself from what, nigga? Who the fuck NATO going to invade? Ever. They didn't even, they didn't even, bro, think about this. During the fucking Bosnia, uh, Bosnian, uh, Croatian, Yugoslavian, the, I think it was called the Baltic Wars. I might be mistaken, but I think that's right. During the Baltic Wars, bro, they didn't even do nothing about that. They just sent in UN troops and watched niggas' babies step on landmines. Sam line. 
Same line. There was an episode of Captain Planet about that shit. So <laughs> my thing is, like, what is he talking about? And then he killing people. Did you see the video? Did anybody see the video of the tank driving over the car with the old man on? They doing they doing war crime shit, bro. <laughs> it's not it's not normal war. It's not normal shit, bro. The, the, there's a video. Um, a Ukrainian man is literally driving his car down the street. The Russian tank is coming down the street. The Russian tank swerve, bro, and run over the top of the car. Why? You know it's crazy. I was um. Because when I fir- when I first thought about this and putting this on the, as a topic, I was gonna ask y'all to do it in WWE terms. But the reason I had I saw this and I was like, let me, you know, put, let me put this on here, considering you know how how heated it was, you know, with bro. Listen, and y'all can go and check check that out. This is a double feature. Somebody um tweeted, somebody explained the Russian Ukraine situation in love and hip hop terms, right? And somebody had said. Two children decided to leave the house because they had been neglected and abused. Neighbor offers them help. Then the parents call the police saying the neighbor is kidnapping their children. (laughs) The neighbor now is like, so you called your friends on me. I'm so scared. Now I'm going to take your house for that. (laughs) Hey, that's really funny to me, bro. Oh my God. I'm going to say this, bro. Let me say this as a black person. I have never seen so many TikToks where black people was trying to explain a, a global crisis, right? However, I appreciate all that and everything. And this is a question. It's not rhetorical. Do these niggas care? Do they care, y'all, that I got the, the chick from... um. The chick from uh not oh my god, I can't think of the name of the band, bro. And I, I listen to it all the time. It, the end of days, the end of time. But Jid did some shit with them. But anyways, do I care that she doing it? Or the dude that'd be like, oh God, that dude or whatever, he did a, a thing on it. And I seen the thing where um uh what's the dude? Uh ha Davis did a thing explaining it. I appreciate all that, that these black um content creators are doing this stuff do we even care though is that going to change how we feel about it because my my overall thought on this situation (laughs) is i think it's a global humanitarian humanitarian crisis right however i think the majority of black people feel like tank and if you want to know how tank feel go listen bro listen after this show but the majority of black people feel like tank which is like i don't care right they is the was white people that don't got nothing to do with me. They ain't never cared about me before. Cause even like the even like the little, you know, like the uh, you know, College Park and not Atlanta. Even like those things where they're saying that like North Carolina is not America, you know, Florida is not America. Even that shows like, hey man, when y'all get ready to come over here, don't fuck with us. I don't care what you're doing to the Ukraine, nigga. I'm gonna go out on a limb right now and I'm gonna say this and I'm stand on this. And Dennis, you know, I said this on bro. Listen. I stand with the Ukraine. I want to protect and defend them in any way possible. They're human beings, bro. Like at some even point, bro, we have to. Even though they what? Even though they're stopping Africans from getting out the country. And that's what I wanted. That was another thing that I wanted to um. And I saw that video after the podcast, and I wanted to see um, 
Jax, I wanted to see what your perspective would be, or well, I'm pretty sure it didn't change just based on the conversation. No, it didn't. But, so my thing is, okay, number one, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna, Dennis, I'm gonna ask you this: Why do you think there's Africans? Um, why do you think there's Africans in the Ukraine? Education. Education. That's a good one. What's another one, Dennis? Because that's not the number one reason. Um, I will say resources. Okay. Number one reason Africans are in the Ukraine is immigration. They're immigrating there, right? So before the Russian thing happened, there's a bunch of Africans that came to the Ukraine to immigrate because President Zelensky actually opened up the Ukraine to make it easy to become a Ukrainian citizen. So now the reason why Africans aren't allowed to leave the country, which is is, is kind of like one of those things, it's like a it's like a clickbait headline type of thing, right? So when, when you look into it, it's really working like this. Okay, you come here from Kenya. I'm just using that as an example. I don't know if that's where they're from. Maybe, or maybe Sudan would be a better example because at least they're torn right now. They have refugees. So they say, okay, we'll take your Sudanese refugees. So they come here. The refugees apply for citizenship. They're granted early entry citizenship because Zelensky has a program where you're not a full Ukrainian citizen, but you get the benefits of it early. And if you don't fuck up in a certain amount of years, you don't even have to take a test or anything. You're a Ukrainian, right? Okay. Part, part that comes with that is the rules of a Ukrainian citizen. What are they telling Ukrainian men, men that they can't do right now, ages 18 to 60? You can't leave the country. You got to stay and fight. It's not just Africans. They're not even allowing their own men to leave. So what are we talking about? They don't have a, they don't have a big enough military force. If all the men leave and dip, they're not going to be able to fight. So you said you wanted to be Ukrainian before uh, they sent these tanks. So get a gun, my nigga. <laughs> that's just how it's working out so that don't really bother me so you're right Dennis my stance don't change that don't really bother me at all because don't, I, I'm problem. not saying go ahead here's the problem I have if I'm not a citizen why do I have to die for you but you wanted to be a citizen same stop, thing stop, stop, in America stop, stop. but same thing in America listen you know what makes you it's a, in America Right now, if you want to get your citizenship faster, you know what immigrants do? They join the military. You don't have yeah. to be an American citizen to be in the military. So that's, but Ukraine got different rules. Ukraine don't have a, a, a voluntary military. We told your ass to if fight, I, you fight. If I'm not a citizen, why are you stopping me from leaving the country? But they are citizens. If I'm not a citizen, if you're not treating me like a citizen, why are you stopping me from leaving the country? That's all I'm asking. They are citizens. Now, that's now, the to thing answer, now, to your question, now, to answer your question about why Americans don't give a fuck, is because Americans, in our, what, two, three hundred year history, the only wars that have ever been fought on American soil have been ones where Americans fight Americans. Right. And that is the hubris of us as Americans. You know, like in 2003, when we first invaded Afghanistan and they said it took two weeks to take over the country, 
you know what you know what's the joke that we had said commonly to uh, around Jacksonville? He was like, nigga, you can't take over the north side in two weeks. You really can't. That was that was the joke that we said about a whole country that was taken over by U- U.S. Special Forces in 2003. My thing is, if this is as, if we are going to say this is a series and we need to pay attention to this as much as possible, anybody on the West Coast, you need to be considering, hey, do I have an evacuation plan if shit gets real? Where can I go? Do I have supplies? Do I have canned goods? Do I have toiletries? Do I have the basic survival skills if shit gets ugly? Because the West Coast is going to get hit first. We here here in Florida, we have the benefit of they have to go through Europe and Africa before they touch us. But unfortunately, if they do, all up and down the Eastern Seaboard, there are naval bases. But either way, if the shit gets real, there is nobody in America that is prepared for it. And you want to know why? Because all of a sudden, Ha Ha Davis is a political commentator. First of all, before we even get to, oh, these niggas, troops just went through Vancouver, Canada, and they landed in Seattle, right? Before we even get to that point, guess what's going to happen, y'all? Number one, we're either going to starve to death or have an existential economic crisis to where we start killing ourselves because it's so it's no food and water, or, or we're going to die because we get nuked. It's going to be one or the other. Because the moment that a Russian troop fires on an American troop, there's only two things that's going to happen. Either the world's economy is going to crash because we're in an all-out dead-ass war, or they're going to send nukes and we're going to send nukes. There's no other way that this can go. This ain't 1942. And this is what I kept trying to explain to Tank on, bro. Listen, bro, it's not. In 1938, when Hitler went into Poland, niggas said the exact same thing they're saying right now. It's not a big deal. We'll just sanction that nigga. Two million deaths later, look at us now. Now, this nigga's doing this shit and we're like, ah, not a big deal. We'll just sanction them. But the difference is in 1938, Adolf Hitler did not have nuclear weapons. This nigga got 284 some odd nuclear weapons pointed at America. And we got 400 and something pointed at this nigga. I think there's nukes in Poland. I think there's nukes in Estonia. I think there's nukes in Turkey. And they're all our nukes pointed at Russia. What the hell? So, so <laughs> there's only there's only one or two ways for this to go. So what we should have did was not. It's like a bully, bro. The bully started punking the Ukraine, and we all on the playground. So instead of somebody standing up and say, "Hey, man, leave that leave that handicapped kid alone," and punching the bully in the mouth, everybody like, "Well, I'll go tell the teacher." Nah, man, punch that nigga in the mouth, bro. Here's my question. And I've been trying to, and I've been trying to get somebody to answer this. And I want, and I want everybody to understand, I'm not for Russia, I'm not for Ukraine. I don't give a fuck because the world is already fucked. Does this all happen if, hey, after the Cold War, we would have just kept the kept to our verbal agreement, which most courts throughout the world accept us as 
binding contract, which is, hey, do not expand NATO towards Russia. And we kept doing it, and we kept doing it, and we kept doing it, and we kept doing it. I remember in the 90s, we had something called the G8 Summit. Now it's the G7. I'm like, does anybody remember the G8? Yeah, the G8 gone because we kicked niggas out. It's about to be the G6 because we're about to kick China ass out too. It was like, wait, Russia was in the G? I said, yes, Russia was in the G. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. So at some point, American hubris is kind of... I don't want this to turn into bro, listen, part two. But American hubris is the blame of this one. And also uh, uh, this idea that we can't be touched is what's going to be our downfall if this shit gets worse than what it's supposed to be. And again, I want people to understand can you survive with just basic survival skills? Meaning, can you hunt? Can you fish? Can you grow up? Do you know how to make a fire? <laughs> hell no. Nah. We don't even, bro. Hell no. Nah. Man, man, hell no. Nah. We don't even know, bro. Listen, I have a theory, bro. Like, I write short narratives, right? Like, short stories. They're weird. And I just, they're like all science fiction, doomsday scenario stuff. Just to try to, like, or, like, just, I just like writing short stories or whatever, right? Because um, I'm a big, like, you know, Cthulhu, you know, that type of shit. Um, bruh, if the internet goes out for a month, the world would fucking crumble. Now think about what I just said. However, the internet is not necessary to live. We don't need the internet to live, bro. We can figure out other shit. Bruh, the world would not even know how to function because there's literally people that's been alive that only know how to function with the internet. Listen, my internet went out for, for 12 hours and I was already going through it. Bro, for real. Somebody better say, you better say that shit again, Dennis. <laughs> I know how to fish. I know how to make crab traps. Shout out to Clyde Kid. Bro, we on the perfect sweet spot because most of us in our age bracket have if you're from the hood or you're poor, you lived without the internet for most of your life. I, I had access to internet less years than I've been alive. You feel me? Like less than half my life, I've had access to internet. I'm getting up there now where it's about to change. You feel me? Because I'm about to be 40 in about five years. So that's going to be 2020. But bro, I didn't have internet like on a regular access to, I went to live with Gerald and I was like 20 years old. You feel me? Me and Gerald was like, we got to have internet. So we got some internet. But before, before me and Gerald like lived together, I didn't have internet at Annie house. And in college, in college, I didn't have internet. I would use the student lounge or I would use Starbucks. Like I didn't have fucking internet. So like, the, the whole concept of having internet, it's not, it doesn't bother me. I'll figure shit out. However, Listen, I, I tell my boys all the time, I say, yo, y'all live in the internet. I know how to use it. Bro, well, I'll tell you what, too, that's going to fuck people up. A lot of shit <laughs> work via internet. You know, cable, for example, television is internet based now. TV is internet based. Because remember, we don't have 
radio signals going out in the airwaves like we used to. We got digital signals going out via the internet. Uh, see, this is this is where I made the difference because my mother-in-law refuses to use the internet for her t- for her TV. She don't got she a has, digital converter box. She has she has um she has a, a digital TV uh, antenna that looks like the old school bunny ears that we all used to have back in the day. Right, and but she it's digital basic television. But it's digital, right? I mean, I guess it is, but it doesn't so, work on the internet. It so doesn't work on the internet. Here's the thing this, with this the digital is, converter box shit, bro. It's still internet based. It doesn't work via the internet, but they send it out via the internet, and then they convert it out. Like that's what, bro. You'll see, bro. Like all the nigga, no, listen, all of red lights won't not, work if the internet go out. She's she's not hooked to not one bolder in this house. Right. Her channels are four, seven, twelve, seventeen, thirty, forty-five. Hmm. <laughs> hey, let's let's keep let's let's move on. Let's, let's now, on a, now on a we want to talk about old school. Remember Channel Four? Yeah, I do. And remember Midnight Channel, 4. Channel Four went off. It do, bro. Yeah, Dennis. Before you move on, bro, if you are listening to this podcast and you don't remember PBS going off by showing the ocean crashing on the beach, and then it just showed the light the. <laughs> Speaking of PBS, did y'all watch um did y'all watch the last like the final episodes of Arthur? I ain't no, seen it, bro. I haven't seen Arthur in 20 years. I did know it was the final episodes coming up, but I didn't watch it. Did they did he finally get to punch somebody? Did Mr. Rat- Ratburn marry his husband again or what happened? They just basically showed them everybody all growing up like 20 years later. Like I think Art like Arthur was a writer, um, DW is a cop, um, Buster is a teacher, um, Binky does the news, um, what's the name? Muffy is like running for public office, right? Kind of just show like where everybody' life went like twenty years. What's the most iconic thing that you two remember from Arthur? Like from your child, you know how you remember one thing from every show. So for Arthur, for me. It's A A R V V A R K. Okay, that's what I remember, bro. The R part shit. So, what was the thing that y'all remember the most from Arthur, bro? The, the thing I remember the most from Arthur, they had a really great episode about bullying. Oh yeah, it was the good bully episode. Yeah, that, that was that was one of like the greatest episodes of bullying um, I had seen in my in my childhood. And they, they really like dived into it. I think it was like a two part series on top of that. What about you, Dennis? It's been a couple. Um, it, it definitely has been a couple. Um, I can definitely say, like, all, all of the times that DW was brutally honest. <laughs> and what I mean brutally honest, like the fact that like when she told Francine, she was like, Francine, can I ask you a question? Why don't you go back to your own house and stop bothering us? Right. Right. DW brutal, brutal honesty was dope, bro. Like Arthur was a good show, bro. Like, even though now as adults, we've done it like every other childhood thing and turned it into a bunch of like really inappropriate memes like the one of my favorite memes is arthur with dw on the bed and he buckling his pants oh that was, that's like the best one bro that's the best one but all, all in all bro you're right bro like it was a good it was a good run a lot of good lessons a lot of good 
stuff. And PBS, bro, shout out to PBS, bro. That go back to like what we said at the beginning of the show with Pal or whatever, bro. PBS is dying too, bro. But PBS got me through life, bro. Oh, God, it did. Bill, not a science guy. Reading Rainbow, Arthur. I wasn't, I, I think uh, I was too old for Barney. Uh, go, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Uh, what's the story, Wishbone? Magic School Bus. Dragon like, Tales. Bro. Yeah. Listen, listen. To, to this day, the best thing I've ever heard of how to make it through life was said by Miss Frizzle. Mm-hmm. Make mistakes. Take chances. <laughs> get, messy. get messy. Take chances. Damn right. Make mistakes. Get messy. That's the that's the best thing I've ever heard. Bro, for real. About getting through life. For real. For real, bro. I use that. You know, it's funny you say that. I use that when I'm coaching. And basketball, I say, take chances, make mistakes, get loose. That's what I say. And, I, and your girls have no idea where that comes from. Where that comes from. No. No. Oh, and my God, thing, I hate these fucking kids. Bro, they don't, bro, they don't know. Now, <laughs> Anna watched the Magic School Bus when it was on Netflix for a little while. She watched every episode. My favorite episode of Magic School Bus, bro, and it made me get into astronomy, was um, the episode where they went out of space. Fucking amazing episode. Even Crazy. though, guess what? When you look back 20-some-odd years on some shit, dead wrong. Dead-ass wrong. wrong. Dead-ass wrong. Like, none of the shit they said about none of the shit was accurate because we didn't know. And that showed you, bro, how much science and shit changes. Bro, think about this, bro. I have said this to, um, to uh, a kid. Like, I said, don't let nobody call you dumb, man, because the smartest person in the in the 19th century doesn't know half of what you know as what would be considered, quote unquote, the dumbest person in the 21st century. You know shit just from being alive of how the universe works, how how things change that a person in the 19th century would never understand. You know what I'm saying? People, people thought it was it's people in the 19th century. They thought it was still seven, uh, uh, not seven, but uh, six planets. You feel me? So like, we, we, it's it's like things change so much, bro. Like for example, back to the Magic School Bus thing. That episode at the end, bro. They go to Pluto, right? And they had Pluto as this cold, barren place, and it is. But guess what? Pluto has thermal activity. It has ice volcanoes, all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. And we would never knew that in 1997. You know, Pluto was just right. a speck. You know what I'm saying? It was just a speck. We didn't know what that was. Yeah, we just my, like my favorite school. Yeah. My favorite episode regarding the Magic School bus was when Ralphie was sick and they went inside that nigga body. Mm. Oh yeah. Now okay, so which one is which which episode is better? Is it when Ralphie's sick and they go in his body and they let you understand how the medicine helps his body and all of that? Or when they go inside Arnold and they about to get pooped out his butthole and you can see his butthole pumping. And they like, I'm we ain't going that way. Go with, I'm definitely gonna go with Ralphie. <laughs> oh man, the butthole <laughs> episode was awesome though, bro. I love the butthole episode. Because Miss Frizzle was like, there's only one way out. And they were like, no, hell no. (laughs) They were like, hell no. He got to throw us up. Ain't no way. So uh, it was the Magic School Bus homophobic for that episode. 
Ooh, I don't think it is, man. Miss Frizzlegate. And she a witch. Or at least in the new magic school bus, that's what she is. She's going to be a gay witch. So there you Crazy. go. There's that. They're going to do a live action magic school bus. Miss Frizzle's going to be a witch. That's how her powers work. And she's gay. And Liz is like, you remember Liz the lizard was really smart? Liz is a person. Yeah. But it got turned into a lizard a long time ago. Okay. Kind of like Sebastian the cat from my last Sabrina. Is Sesame Street the last show from that original PBS uh, line? I believe so, bro. I believe Sesame Street last run. Sesame Street, I think, has like all of my like. It's so many things from Sesame Street that I remember, even at thirty-five years old, that I use on a daily basis, like counting shit, bro. I know it sounds crazy, but. Some of the shit I learned how to count on Sesame Street when I'm counting, like, if I'm checking in pallets and shit, I literally count it like that. So, or, like, just funny shit, like the little aliens that were like, yep, 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 yep. I used to love that shit, bro. That shit was awesome, bro. I was geek out for that. Or, like, the the motherfucking, like, they just had all the, the fucking superstars, like Lil Richard and all kinds of people used to come on there, man. I love Sesame Street. Yeah, that, that's that's how you knew you made it when you got invited on Sesame Street. Sesame Street. No lie. Right. No lie. Fuck like, Elmo, by the way. Straight Fuck up. Elmo. Not yeah, Elmo. Like, but it, and a lot of people tend to disagree with me when I say this, but I'm like, for as far as us as black kids, I said, the reason why we related to Sesame Street, because they was in the middle of the fucking ghetto. That's why nobody knew how to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Man, nobody knew how to get to Sesame Street, Street because it was in the middle of the fucking ghetto. Like, think about it. Big Bird is like fucking smacked out because he keeps hallucinating another drugged out elephant who then has a kid. <laughs> oh, the fucking count is a pimp. Oscar the Grouch is fucking homeless. Bert and Ernie are, are a gay couple. These are all things that you identify with as a child growing up in a fucking ghetto. I just want to point out that Sesame Street is the greatest kid show of all time. I don't even think it's debatable. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even think it's close, bro. Like, you have to think of the iconic shit that they just came, like, you just named, and you ain't even get the Cookie Monster or Grover or Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. Like, yeah. all that. Jim, listen, Jim Henson and Stephen King are two white men I'd never want to be inside their heads. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, new music. Yeah. By the way, we didn't. Um, we didn't, and I didn't. I didn't get to listen to it yet. Um, did y'all hear the Jasmine Sullivan Deluxe? Yeah, I did. Um, it's awesome. It it didn't hit you like when she did that first one. And, and don't get me wrong, that's not saying that it's not good. It's extremely good. But it's like, you know, it's a deluxe. So it basically picks up literally where the last year version stopped at. Mm. That's all it does. She says, okay, I'm going to give you all the nine tracks y'all had last year, and I'm going to give you ten more with it. Now, I'm not mad at the hustle because that was just a phenomenal project. But, you know, it just didn't, it, for whatever reason, it didn't hit like like it did. It, it mainly because it was a surprise that she came out. She had been gone for so long, comes out with this album, and, you know, 
I'm still triggered by you know her and Ari Lennox talking about sit on it. So, <laughs> so it was like the typical deluxe, basically. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, but don't get me wrong. There's some slaps on there, but you can expect those slaps because again, Jasmine Sullivan is a phenomenal artist, and she is yet to let us down. I'm just yeah. saying, as far as that particular project, that particular project. She could have left it at the EP that we got, and it would have lived in our hearts forever. But I guess because it was such a phenomenal project, and because everybody knew it was an EP, you know, she was like, "All right, I could continue." Right, just to continue to build on, build up on that momentum. Yeah, kind of like when R. Kelly did "Trapped in the Closet," chapters one through twenty-five. Okay. <laughs> Um, do we this one through 25? God, <laughs> it was like 30 something, it is, bro. And then I just like when you get to those later chapters of Trapped in the Closet, you really be like, Yo, why is this happening? Why, what, what am I doing? Yeah, like, why am I still listening to this? Yeah, the Listen, remember, remember when the first five chapters originally came out, how niggas was glued to the radio for five days straight. Yeah. Even though we could clearly go by the album, but right. we was like, yeah, we got to listen to the radio at 4.30 for the new chapter. <laughs> hey, that's good marketing, bro. That's good marketing. Um, Did y'all hear the did y'all hear the Kodak album? There's too many songs on it. Nope, because I don't listen to Kodak. There's too many songs on it. I heard it because I was in a room with my daughter and she was listening to it, and she was like, "Yeah, this one goes." She bobbing her head, and I'm listening. I'm like, "This shit trash." Then she, then the one that I think is good, like I listen to, it, I'm like, "Oh, this is a good cut." And then she was like, "Nah, this one ain't that good." So I was like, "Okay, well, I, I feel you." But it's too many songs, bro. I, it's it's too many songs. It's way too long, in my opinion. It's 19 songs, but the, but see, I'm, I don't want I don't want to listen to 19 tracks of Kodak, even if I was listening to Kodak. See, and then my thing with Kodak, I don't think he makes his music consistent. Like, I feel like you made an album that's 19 songs, I think it's 57 or 58 minutes long. Like 57 minutes? Yeah, like, bro, first of all... Who the hell do you think you are? Right, bro. Like, what are you doing, bro? Give me me a solid 8 or 10. It's people that's going to eat that up, though. I'll say this. It's joint song though. I I do I do like it. Um I mean super gribbling on there, that's all you need. Yeah, Smackers is, is like my probably my favorite song on there. But like it definitely has it has its skips, but that's to be expected with an album with that many songs on there. But what you think about the one with Lil Dirt? Um I ain't like it. I, I skipped it. It was just too much. It, yeah. was, it was too much. Though, yeah, time. bro. That's my thing, bro. Why are you doing that yet? What <laughs> you doing? Yeah. Like, who told Kodak to do all this? I don't, bro, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't was, like that. But this joint's on now. This is this 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 straight. Um, did y'all hear Earth Gang? Yep. That's, bro, that's who I was trying to think of earlier. And I could not think of the shit, bro. The chick from Earth Gang. Man, I couldn't think of that shit. That's not, that's not Chick in Earth Game. No, not. Well, no, she's not in Earth Game, but Earth Game, her, Jid, all oh, of you them. Talking about Ari you talking about Dreamville? 
Dreamville, yeah, all of them that did shit together, bro. She was the one who was doing the commentating on the damn um Russia shit. Now Ari I just can't even see her. Ari no, not Ari, did commentary. Ari. Yeah, Hold I, on, didn't, nigga. I didn't hear that. Hold on, now Ari, Ari oh, Lennox yeah. better go cook some okra somewhere. What are you doing? Okay, my bad. Not Earth Gang. Not Earth Gang. I'm tripping. Spillage Village. That chick. That's the chick. Okay. okay. You're still talking about Ari Lennox. Go oh, cook some that somewhere. Hell nah, bro. Hold on. I'm going to send it to the group chat. I'm going to send a picture. It's not Ari Lennox, bro. You tripping. All right. While you do that, let's get into the album. Do we, how do we feel about Listen, it? Listen, um, I like the album. Um, Earth Gang is actually one of my, I feel like them and Kaz are the two of the better signees of Dreamville. I mean, outside of Ari Lennox, of course. Um, I like their versatility. Um, and real thing shit, a lot of people want to compare them to Outkast. I don't think of them as Outkast, dead ass. I think of them as little brothers. You know, so shout out to all the all the little brother fans, you know, Big Rapper Pooh, uh, Fonte or Fontigolo, however you want to um, go. And that's where I feel like they get most of their inspiration from. I think this is a phenomenal album. And we got what, <laughs> and it was typical of who we needed them to be. Right. Yeah, that's definitely Ari Lennox, my nigga. Yeah, she need to go ahead and make, and make some. Uh, <laughs> that's not Ari Lennox. Yeah, that's that's that's, 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 that's Ari. not Ari Lennox. That is Ari. That's, that's Ari. Lennox. That's not where yeah. Ari Lennox started looking young. You got me fucked up. That's, that's, Ari. <laughs> that's, that's Ari Lennox, bro. But no, nah, I, th- I thought the, the the album's good. I like I like it. Um, the it's definitely one of those um. It's definitely one of those joints you definitely gotta like listen through with the way they, uh, with the way they put it together. I definitely like. Yeah, it. yeah, and, I, and I'm a, and I'm a sucker for uh, album arrangement, bro. If it seems like your album just flows flawlessly, you're always gonna win with me. That's yeah. because, bro. That's because the 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 fucking album arrangement shit is dead. That's nope. why. And another thing that we talk about, like with you know, with it feeling like that, with it flowing, the Earth Gang album is seventeen songs, fifty three minutes. But don't it even all, feel like it. It almost doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't feel. Like doesn't it. even feel like it. Like right. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sitting there going like, okay, guys, <laughs> this is over. Right. Like, but like by the time it went off, I was like, wait, hold up, I thought there's a track somewhere. I know they got deluxe or something. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's it. <laughs> um, how does yeah. y'all feel about the Conway album? Listen, one, I'm su- I am shocked. This is his shady debut. I feel like Conway got like thirty fucking albums. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that 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 that's the first thing. Um, the way I feel about the album, like those first five tracks. I was like, uh, clearly the label made you do that. But the rest of the album, the rest of the album go. Right. Like, the rest of the album, listen, the standout track on that album to me is the feature with him and Jill Scott. 1,000%. That's the standout track. It's not even close. Listen, listen. (laughs) Thank God I'm from the 80s and I'm toxic. 
because I've been hearing Jill Scott for a long ass time. And I'm willing to say I forgot Jill Scott Corral. I did. I legitimately forgot Jill Scott Corral. And for for those of you who don't know that Jill Scott Corral, you not you not from those Jilly from Philly days. I'm sorry, y'all not. And I wish that nigga Coop was on here right now. Bro, <laughs> so he right, can, I forgot. So he I could explain Jill Scott Corral too, though, bro. Yeah, that was so one of the first. He can explain the Jilly from Philly days. Right, like Jill, like I remember when I heard her debut album, and like that was one of the things that she talked about with the, with the like we should get in her poetry bag. Yeah, like, yeah, but she, I legit forgot she could rap, and 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 dare I say it, she raps better than like seventy percent of you niggas. Yeah, no, nah, she she smoked that. She smoked that for real. So that's the standout track. I'm gonna salute my nigga Conway because at this point. Conway is turning to what I thought Benny the bitch, Benny the Butcher would be by now. Mm, town to talk full in the way. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, and, and, and I get it. I get it. Because I know somebody's listening to this pod and they're like, oh Lord, there goes that Griselda, that Griselda bias showing his head again. You got damn right. <laughs> you got damn right, bitch. Straight up. I'm I agree with um like when the, when the album for like the first bit of the album I was kind of like I was kind of like okay you know you could you could kind of tell it was one of those like it was one of those but then as it got like further through through the album I was like now progressively we better yeah a lot of, it's a lot of features on that bitch though bro it's a lot of features on that bitch though bro listen but that the the one thing I say about them Griselda guys. Is is niggas fuck with them? Like niggas fuck with them Griselda guys for real, for real. So having a whole bunch of features is not beyond them. It's right. not like you know somebody like a game where the nigga got twenty tracks and every every track got like four niggas on it. You like God damn nigga. <laughs> it feel like a DJ Khaled album almost. Boy, yeah. Well, DJ Boy. Khaled, I expect that because DJ Khaled is like a like a little John, like he's only doing features. Like I, I don't listen to a DJ Khaled album to hear DJ Khaled rap. Nah, nah, I, nah. I listen, nah, I'm not going to put on with that, bro. I'm not going to let you get away with that, bro. Because we had those little John albums. We had those with the little John joints, bro. When with the little John joints, yeah, but but bro, all this like little like little on it, right? Little Lil John gave you a gave you a track that was tailor made for that person or those one or two people. Right. He did not put sixty niggas on a track like Khaled does. Yeah, well, Khaled do put like eighty five niggas on a track though. You right about that, bro? What you mean, bro? Last album had a hundred niggas on there, dog. Yeah, like I'm looking at the Crunk Juice track list. Like it's about one or two people, maybe per per track. Yeah, per track. Yeah. Um. What else came up? Um. Oh, I finally got a chance to listen to, to that Chris crack. Oh yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck. So fuck with that nigga. Um. Yeah. That. That's it. As far as uh. Oh, damn! I did get a chance to go back to the currency joint. I'm only halfway through though. Okay. Yeah. I still gotta. I still gotta do my listen through on that. Um, highway to y'all niggas. I got done with that shit this weekend. 
I'll wait y'all niggas say what y'all got to say. And then we'll Listen, we'll revisit the, the, the half that I that I've gotten through. And and the thing that I love about currency, bro, he may not be one of the, the better known uh rappers, but he's one of the more consistent rappers, especially when he links up with Alchemist, Derringer, you know, somebody who 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 gives you that 70 BPM production. Right. Is it is it too early to the judge where Donda 2 is at the moment? Is it too early to judge where Donda 2 is? Yes. Where the bottom at? Yeah. Where the bottom at. Put that bitch on the bottom. Where the bottom at? Listen, I I want to I want to shout out to his genius because apparently whatever current version of Donda 2 this is is available on the stem player. So shout out to him. But the stem shit is genius though. No cap. It is. It is. No cap. It's bright. It's fucking amazingly genius, bro. Like that's Uh, just yeah. I saw I saw an IG video where somebody was playing just the vocals of Frank Ocean from Peak Matter. That nigga sung the fuck out that shit, bro. Yeah, that... like like when you when you hear that nigga go like cotton candy, Majin Buu, oh my god! Yeah, that's that's some, that's some, the stem player definitely got dope features. On it. Like, it's crazy, <coughs> but we'll um, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll come back to whatever version of Donda two because I know it's about to be ten more versions of it until like I got I got a question: How toxic is Donda two going to be? Being that future is is reportedly the EP. It's already like from, <laughs> he got a song, and I'm sure you heard it. He got a song on there called "Security," right? Oh, good lord! <laughs> and the song is basically saying, "You gonna need security for for this. I'll put your security at risk." I come in the kitchen, I ain't getting frisked, butt naked in the kitchen cooking grits. Tell your mama come give me a kiss. Turn up. Turn up. Shout out to turn up. Shout to Yeezy. <laughs> almost, almost makes turn you forget. Up. Almost makes you forget where he came from. I respect Kanye when he put Isaiah Rashad on a song called "Meat Mouth," and then I'll, I'll say it's the best. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you just gonna dodge that bullet, huh? Did he do it, huh? Next topic. Um. This has been kind of a this kind of been kind of a topic going around. Um, as far as do we have any? I think it was um punch from TDE that started this about do we have any um besides Kendrick Cole Drake Nikki? Do we have any um current superstars in rap? Well, we did. We had Travis Scott until you know people died at a concert. Yeah, Travis Scott was pretty big. I agree with that. So, but you say Kendrick, Cole, who else? Besides Kendrick, Drake? Cole, Drake, and Nicki. Uh, so, like, Lil Wayne still don't count? He still make music? Yeah. Talking about a, a, like, current era, because Wayne has always been around. Okay, we got Cardi. Well, damn, I feel like motherfucking Nicki Minaj has been around a long-ass time, too. But she the, can't be in that same era, though. Yeah, oh, yeah on that Drake, on yeah. that Mount Rushmore. Well, Cardi B, Cardi B is a superstar. 
I'm, yeah. I'm with Q on that one. Cardi B is a superstar. So it's Cardi. Um, I'm gonna I'm still put Travis Scott on there. Not a super well. Not. That's where it stopped. Up. The baby was on his way, bro. The baby was way. on his way to being a superstar, and he fucked right. it up because the baby, until the he, baby was the <laughs> until he decided yeah. to be the baby. <laughs> yeah, he decided to be. Is Kodak a superstar? Fuck no. I wouldn't say superstar. I definitely Look, think he's an innovator. Like he's definitely set a lot of trends, but I don't know if that would be what would qualify one as future a superstar, right? Am I tripping? Nope. No. Uh-uh. Listen, what? I, I, have, I have this is why. Is it just because I worship his toxic? And it's not, this it's not, is, a, this it's is not a knock on that's not a knock on future though. It's just it's, no, it's of not, course, it's but not. listen, my grandmother at 90. Oh shit, grand turned 95 this year. So my grandmother, who's turning 95 this year, is completely aware of who Travis Scott and Cardi is. Even to the point where she knows a couple of their songs. She has no idea who the fuck Future is. That's crazy. Because I feel like Future, Future like one of the most out there rappers it is. What about the right. Migos? Are the Migos superstars? No. No. It's no. Again, it goes back to, goes back to innovation. Yeah. Like, like Cardi, Cardi on one album, which is crazy, is so ingrained into American pop culture. And that and that's what makes you a rap superstar when you're ingrained into American pop culture. Right. Where yeah. if Cardi decides Yeah, Cardi, tomorrow, Cardi Cardi one album. Yeah. If, if Cardi decides tomorrow she wants to have she wants to represent the US at the next UN World Council meeting, it's going to make news. Right. Who do we yeah, feel Cardi like is or who do who do we feel like is on the way? Well, it was <sighs> the baby. He again it up. was the baby. Maybe 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 Meg if Tori don't fuck that shit up. What about Doja Cat? I that's I honestly I was gonna say Doja Cat is is probably one of my it, but of my but picks. Doja Cat's not a rapper. She raps a lot. No 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 like no, 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 no almost no, no. every track. Doja Cat is know. not a rapper. I don't know what Doja she's Cat is. She's classified anymore. as a pop star, but for the rapper, yeah. she does, she's, she but she's not. She's not a rapper in the conversation. Brad, the question is, who do we feel is the next rap superstar? Doja Cat <laughs> is not a rapper. Yeah, that's unfortunate because I feel like she can she can spit bars with with the, with most of the best of them. It could yeah. be it could be little baby. He, I mean, he still has more work to do, but nah, he got a lot more work it. to do to get way Travis Scott for little baby. I don't see wait, it for wait, little baby. Wait, the baby, the baby fucked up because the baby got so popular that the the, the studio was like, nigga, you got to make a pop album. So like, and the baby so he, was doing like you know pop features. Right, like that's he, what I'm saying, bro. He was, he was on, on pop shit. Yeah, because when he did the damn, what's that really bad song he dropped, bro? That was on the first song, off, the first single off his second album, or whatever. This shit. Damn, when he was singing, bro. That that's hard. Nah, yeah. Huh. 
Well, okay, but Lil Durk and, and Lil Baby, I don't see them being rap superstars. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. I don't think they got nobody in line, bro, because maybe they'll take a Jack Harlow or somebody like that and turn it into something. Yeah, <laughs> he, does, like, he does have potential. I will give you that. Everybody that, that else is too controversial, yeah, bro. Tyler should be considered too controversial. Superstar. Too controversial and regular niggas don't like him. So there, there's that. But but that's why I say he should be. I he should be. He, but regular niggas don't like him, bro. And so he has the ability to um and he has the ability to branch out more compared to other artists. Some people, some, some people stay in one lane, but he is definitely like branched. The out. problem with the problem with Tyler is that okay for, for like little baby, right? Little baby's gonna have a problem branching over into mainstream America, which let's not sugarcoat it. We're talking about white people, right? The problem with Tyler is the opposite. Tank ain't going to listen to Tyler, the creator. He just ain't going to do it. So you can't be a superstar if both sides of the coin ain't listening to you. It would no oh, matter which Donald side. Glover. Donald Glover is a rap superstar. If you're not going to give me Doja Cat, you can't have Donald Glover. Kiss my black ass. You ain't no way. I'm sorry. He, this, is why Donald, this is why Donald Glover is a rap superstar. Man, you wild. One, even though we know him from TV, once this once we figured out this nigga started rapping, it was the same thing like when we figured out Drake was rapping. Because when Drake started rapping, my ex was like, "Hey, this guy from TV uh, got this mixtape out, and what is and what do I have in my head? Comeback CD from Drake." Mm. And I'm like, "Who is this light skinned nigga?" And so that's how then I found out about Degrassi. When niggas discovered Drake, the ratings for Degrassi went up. Even nah. though the show was, even though the show was ending, no, nah. <laughs> that was I'm not. That was I'm the, not giving you that though. I stand bro, ten toes on. I'm Donald not letting Glover, you get Donald Glover. Donald bro. Glover is a rap superstar no. because he sits there and raps and then turns around, stars in Atlanta, and then turns around and his young Lando Calrissian. I'm sorry, my nigga. Yo, no, fucking bro. skinny ass. Because he's not a rapper. He's not Don't a rapper. Duck. Donald he's Glover not a rapper. is a he's rap a, superstar. No, bro, Then on top of that, Donald Glover is completely, is com- well, I'm not going to say completely. Donald Glover helped catapult the Migos into being the Migos. If we give That's if, rap superstar. If we're giving, if we're giving that to Donald Glover, we have to give that to Tyler, I feel like. If no, you're giving I, it to Donald Glover, you got to give it to Doja Cat. Are you kidding me? I'm not giving it to Doja Donald Glover, Doja. Donald, bro, Red Bone is not a rap song. And that's his, okay, hold on, that, that's hold his on. best album. Hold on. Come on. Hold man. on, my nigga. Hold Wait, on, hold, my on, nigga. hold on. Because I'm, I'm prepared one, to disagree. One, hold on. Hold on. One, because the internet is his best album. So you're going to sit there, know your role, shut your mouth. Oh, Two. how dare you, sir? Two. Two. Okay. Again, we're saying rap superstar. Doja Cat is not a rapper. Doja Cat is more popular. Donald Glover is not a rapper. Are you kidding me? Donald got Glover. got a whole R&B album, bro. Doja Cat Donald rap on every song. After what are we doing right now? Six, after what? Three fucking rap mixtapes? I don't give a damn. 
Okay, let me let me do this. I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at what what each Childish Gambino album is placed under categorically. Yeah, do that. So starting with because the internet, hip hop rap, awaken my love, R and B soul, three fifteen twenty pop. That's Doja Cat, bro. That's Doja. It's the same thing. It's the same I'm thing. I'm, I'm sorry. All the earlier works coming from Childish Gambino were clearly rap albums. Sorry. Nah, bro. I can't, I, I, can't, I, I can't help that you decided to be like, oh, shit, I can sing. Let me do this other shit. Because if that's the case, we can't say Tyler is a rapper. Because, he, like you said, it, it's too easy for him to branch out and do other shit. I'm not going to let you blame this nigga for being fucking talented. Well, fuck that's what y'all you. doing to Doja Cat. That's because she's not a fucking Doja rapper. Cat. Get the fuck she's out of here. She's never been a rapper. fucking rapper. Yeah, what? She said, play. bro, she's literally got rap features on rap songs. What are we talking about listen, right now? Okay, listen, my nigga. Listen, my nigga, and you shall hear the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. Okay? <laughs> one. One, just because you put a couple of rap verses on your shit. Nah, a couple man. of rap verses on other people's shit does not make you a rapper. They just this nigga disrespecting Doja Cat, bro. But like this, my thing is my my thing is, to is that Lil Dicky a rapper? Is Lil Dicky a rapper? Yes, Lil Dicky's a rapper. He might be the greatest rapper. Get the fuck time. out of here, bro. L- listen, this nigga cannot talk about music no more, my nigga. <laughs> Lil Dicky's a rapper, bro. What are you doing, bro? You doing semantics, bro? Lil Dicky's a rapper, bro. Lil Dicky is not a rapper. rapper. He is a comedian who happens to be able to rap. Lil Dicky is a rapper, bro. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) He had to turn his camera on to say that. Yeah, bro, because I'm sick of this shit, man. I'm sick of cueing his shit today, bro. (laughs) Like, like, Lil Lil Dicky is a rapper, bro. It don't matter if we like it or if it's comedy. He's, He's a rapper. That's the type of music he's not a, he make. He, he is make, a comedian. Bro, a the, comedian the, make jokes. Little, this nigga don't make Dickie, jokes. Little Dicky is five seconds away from being Al, weird Al Yankovic. No, he not. Nah, bro. Y'all, y'all wildin', bro. No, bro. He's not doing satire, bro. Like, he rapping just because what he rapping about, we don't think is important or serious. I, I, I get rapper. it. I, I get it. I get it, Jack. I get it, Jack. The nigga had that one song where he woke up in Chris Brown Brownie. I get it. <laughs> Listen, Dennis, you <laughs> this nigga shit, man. All right. <laughs> All right. Closing thoughts. Let me go before this nigga Jack says something else egregious. Hey, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, the world that we live in is a crazy world. I want you guys to literally think about your place in it. I want you guys to consider everything and say to yourselves, how can I be the change that I want to see? Because these are the times where the world needs heroes. I'm not talking about the heroes that we love in our comic books, on our TVs, on our movie screens. I mean, the everyday hero, like the teacher that stays after and helps that kid get more work and understand the lesson. I mean, that policeman that didn't give a nigga a speeding ticket, even though we knew he should have one. That fire, that firefighter that pulled you out of the burning building. We, the world needs more heroes because we need humanity 
to come together, pull together in the times that we live in. I don't care what your religion is, whether you pray to Jehovah, Jesus, or Allah. Be a fucking human being. Be courteous to your neighbors. As a wise man once said, be prayerful, be patient, do not panic. LQ, I'm out. I went to be a human being thing because I don't think humans are doing very well right now. I think as humans, we kind of suck. Um, I'm going to say this, man. Number one, Doja Cat is a rapper and a pretty damn good one. I actually oh, think... So you better be so fucking happy this is your final thought. Damn right. You know, that's what you got to put it. You got to know how to the game. I think Doja Cat may be a better rapper than Cardi. That being said, um, listen... At the end of the day, whether you classify niggas as rapper or not a rapper or any of that stuff, bro, it'd be serious shit going on in the world, bro. And I just, I, it just really bothers me, man. Like, I know y'all know I'm like a flaming socialist and I want to take all y'all money and put it in a pool and then evenly distribute it. But, but even though I want to do that, man, like, I think the reason why I want to do that is not because I hate rich people or I don't want niggas to have more money than me. I just really have an affinity for equality and equity and caring about other people, bro. I think about this, man. I, I was I was talking to a friend of mine today. As a matter of fact, Anna mom, because I took Anna training for basketball because no excuses next year. She got an average 15. And big Paxson. Big Paxson. So, like, we, I, I took her training, bro, and we was doing the training and all that good stuff or whatever. And I was talking to one of the parents, and she was talking about how she didn't want to have her second kid after seven years. And she ended up having a kid after her daughter was seven. And it was talking about the difficulties of it. And just talking about these kids, bringing these kids in the world and whatnot. And a lot of times, bro, these kids don't ask to be here. And we put them here. And then we, and they didn't ask to be here. We put them here. We like, hey, I know we're literally destroying the shit that you live in and you have no future in it. And we're going to destroy it more by war and famine and greed and all that. But guess what? Fend for yourself. So I'm just going to piggyback off of what Q said. It's like, hey, man, be a good human being, man. Care about somebody next to you. At the end of the day, I do a lot of coaching and all that shit for girls basketball. You know, I don't do that shit because I want to be some, you know, I don't want to be Mike Krzyzewski. I don't want to be Steve Spurrier or nothing like that. I just want your kid to go to college, man. Because I feel like that'll make the difference. You know, if if I can help your kid go to college when they otherwise wasn't going, I feel like I did my part. So think about what are you doing for somebody else? And then go try to do that. But that's it. Nigga, hold on real quick. Then. Speaking of which, Nigga, one of my fellow First Coast alum was in my ass because, you know, somehow, some way, every week we find a way to say Big Paxson. And they said, bro, I need you to be that going that hard for the First Coast girls. I'm like, I don't know no First Coast girls, bro. I'm like, my nigga coaches Paxson, my nigga, they support my nigga. <laughs> I'm like, you know, that's that's what we do. I'm like, y'all already know. Y'all already know. It's butt pride all day. You know what I'm saying? You know, but anyway, shout out to First Coast girls basketball. My bad. <laughs> Shout out to Alicia. Shout out to Alicia Oliver, man. Um, she was at Big Paxson, and then she transferred to First Coast. And uh, once Big Paxson, 
Always big passing. The rest of y'all, yeah, good luck. <laughs> All right, cool beans. All right, great pod. Another glad we could deliver with another one. Um, I know this pod is a little on the shorter side, but Euphoria is on right now, and it's the finale. And I'm gonna like, watch that shit. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga, know he got the power on demand. He cut the pod short. <laughs> he gotta see it live. I still haven't watched Euphoria, y'all. That might go down as one of the ones that I end up like not watching. Straight up. Yeah. But as I always say, you know, keep your mental health in check. Check on your people. Make sure you listen to the Bro Listen podcast. I had the honor of being on, on there and, and and not only meeting Jackson Tank for the first time in person, but hearing them argue for the first time in person. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, make sure you peep that. Make sure you peep this. Um Anywhere you get your podcasts, um, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Stitcher, etc. And remember, when you touch that dial, make sure you like, rate, review, share, worship. 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 And like that, we out. Peace. You a hater, hater, bear.